What's up, everybody? All right, so we're back here. Um, kind of want to catch us up right now on what has been going around um, the media in terms of our new uh, Democratic candidate VP choice that Joe Biden has chosen. And so I kind of want to touch up on that, and uh, I guess we'll just dive right on. So um, the Democrats, they have spent the last several months pushing... I guess a lot of narratives, right? But there's two main ones. And the first one is no cops, right? They even have ACAB and this whole entire riot processing going on. So you've got um, no cops. Cops are bad. Get rid of cops. Reform cops. Um, Cops are part of enforcing a systemic racist, systematic racist process. So no cops. All cops are bad. And anything that's tied to racism get it out which i agree um things that are perpetuating racism today should stop white supremacy um information or misinformation to certain demographics that aren't getting proper education um on their backgrounds etc etc so i find it kind of funny covid i'm just kidding um dry today it was pretty hot about 106 today in la Anyway, so I find it funny that the two narratives that the Democrats decide to be running on are the exact description of the new VP choice, right? Cop, persecutor, um, who has a family of plethora history of slave owners. So I find that pretty interesting. I find that so much interesting, actually, that... um, did a little research and there was actually a poll done pretty large poll done by the gateway pundit and i'll throw it up here um it shows that actually one third of the black voters now say that with that choice has deterred them to go away from the democrat vote which i think is the opposite of their goal actually i don't know what their goal is at this point but um kamala harris kamala harris i i actually don't know the right pronunciation but i don't think joe biden does either so I'm just keep going with whatever uh, comes up in the moment. If I call her both, oh well. Um, but yeah, so her actual first prominent job getting into um, the political realm was actually given to her by her sugar daddy. Um, she was 30 years old, and this gentleman by the name of Willie Brown, who was once the mayor of San Francisco, um, he was, I think he was 63 and married and he had an affair with her while she was 30 and not just giving her a bmw which she got but he actually gave her two prominent jobs in politics and in a four-year period she had this one job she attended two meetings a month i had four meetings a month just before my sales on mondays at my car job she only attended two meetings that was her job and she attended two meetings a month for four years and made uh, $500,000. So she made half a million dollars attending two, uh, two meetings a month. So that's 24 meetings a year, 24, 48, double that, 80, 96. So for 96 months, I'm sorry, she had 96 meetings in four years and made half a uh, half a million dollars and so that's how she started from there like most politicians she got into other people's pockets and moved on and when willie brown was asked um about his relationship he didn't hold anything back so you can go check it out um he definitely admits to it and uh oh well and so what (laughs) what's actually pretty funny is during that time 
she was sleeping around a lot like a lot a lot not just with will um with willie brown but she was very promiscuous to the point where there was actually some pictures taken of her with some higher up people and she has been routinely blackmailed as she's gone through politics at different stages by people that she's going against that have these uh images and uh one of them was actually people that were in the dnc trying to get her to not run against joe biden as the primary Clearly they had plans for her later. So let's get into her career. While she was <clears throat> the attorney general in California, she thought that I have this issue where tons of kids were missing school and they were truant. I had tons of truancies, truancy uh, tickets. I almost wasn't able to go to prom or graduate because of my truancies. They are issues, right? But um, <clears throat> she wanted to take it upon herself that if a student was truant, that she wanted to jail, not just one time, but there's a policy for truancies. And when this student qualifies for discipline, the parent is going to jail. Um, and the district that she was in was a, a um, minority community where it was com- composed of mainly single moms that worked two jobs just to keep everything circulating in the house and keep it running. So she attacked a system that was already against those people and was going to punish a parent that had nothing to do i mean and some of these kids are getting in trouble you know for understandable reasons right lack of um two two parents lack of a father um, lack of school guidance discipline um, accountability etc but to have these children away from the mother as she's spending 14 hours a day working possibly 18, 20 hours a day working. You know, I've done 100-hour work weeks before and I didn't have kids to look after. So this woman is at work and working hard all day, controlling what she can control. That's it. When she's around the kids, I guarantee you she's the best mom. But, you know, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt. But if this kid is breaking a truancy policy that the mother has no control of while she's at a double job... Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris wants to attack the mother and throw her in jail. Um, it didn't go over that well, though, and she uh, she laughed about it. But um, I think in the in the candidate debates earlier, anyways, she thought it was she thought it was really funny. And she also during that time proposed that kids go to school from eight a.m. to six p.m. So it's more of like a job hour, right? Um, even more than what someone working a job but it's supposed to be so the parents can go to work and have you know all this different time but it's really just separating the kid from the family even more they already don't have proper structure in the home and i know people that needed school as an escape from home situations and i understand those cases um but even in those cases a healthy home would help those people as well so we need to do things in order to help nurture and grow people especially when they're kids and um she she wanted to do the opposite, and it goes right along with a lot of the uh, California politics. And Gavin Newsom, who's the nephew of Nancy Pelosi, it's a nice little connected family swamp. So um, some other things that she did, she fought wrongful convictions of criminals to keep them in jail so that they're free labor to the state. Um, she got caught for that multiple times. Um, in the case for George Gage, she hid evidence 
um, Cooper, um, last name Cooper, I think it was her first name, I didn't get the full name, he was on death row, and she could have saved him with a test that she denied and withheld information, and this man could have either been executed or remained, you know, on death row until he died, and it wasn't until she got caught lying that they forced her to proceed which then got him off of death row. So an innocent life was saved because she got caught lying. I found that pretty interesting. Um, she's personally responsible for thousands of African Americans in jail for life for cannabis, for weed. <laughs> and the worst part of all that, you can take whatever stance you want on marijuana. I smoke. Um, I was able to be a medic when I did that. I've been able to do lots of things without people even knowing, right? It's your maturity levels and understanding of responsibility, <clears throat> discernment between that, which is a critical thinker's job, and so I know that is tough for most people. So anyways, she is responsible for thousands, <clears throat> thousands, right? She's, I'm actually proud of Biden for finding someone that has almost incarcerated as many black people as he has, and then want to push the race card that if you don't vote for them, you aren't for your own kind. I, I don't get that. So she's put thousands of these guys away in for weed. Some of these guys for merely smoking it, not having it, you know, on them, not um, distributing, but having a joint, you know, in their mouth as they're being taken in. And going back to my previous statement, she's been on record proven to hold people into these systems just to create free labor, push the narrative she needs, um, get the pop not the popularity, but the approval votes and percentages that she needs in these new positions that she got in, that got bought in, or she found a way in. <laughs> and so, um, if you guys know The Breakfast Club, the podcast is a little more popular than this one, just a little bit. Um, no, I like The Breakfast Club. They get good perspective, some good interviews, some biased ones, but it's always good to look at both sides, right? The truth is never afraid of a lie. So when you come from a place of logic, understanding, and truths, um, you can sit in a room full of lies. And as long as you have the discipline, you can withstand that. So she was on The Breakfast Club and talked about back in the day when she smoked. And I made sure to inhale, right? We all, anyone that smokes know that you're a bitch if you don't inhale. So she wanted to to put that out there culturally that, you know, I did it the right way. And, um... She compounded on this story of lies by when they asked her what music she was listening to back when she smoked. She goes, of course, Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. Of course, Snoop. Yep. And she's given like this, this crazy, like, um, urban, like slang to her voice. Right. And, um, later we'll talk about she's Indian and Jamaican and not African-American. And she's just culture vulture in her way right into that. <clears throat> and she goes, yep, it was uh, <laughs> Snoop Dogg, yep, and, and Tupac for sure, for sure. So doing a little bit of digging, um, she graduated college in 1989. Graduated, so I don't know if this story was supposed to take place in, you know, 86 or 87, 88, 89, but she graduated in 89. Tupac's first release was in 1991, and Snoop's was in 1993. 
So her, that music wasn't even there. So there's two things, right? She <clears throat> is making it up, the whole thing. Or she, you know, is trying to create a narrative to grab attention from the culture. Because, I mean, unless you listen to hip-hop, you're not going to know, you know, the pinnacle names before Tupac and all of that. And so, yeah, she hits him with that. And then, not stopping there, not exposing myself as a as a fraud for not knowing my own stories and timelines, but she further compounds it by kind of kicking back and just doing this, like I said, this super just cultural cultural like change in her tonality just to chameleon herself and fit in to whoever's talking to her and um she goes yeah i just think that we'd bring so much joy to people and we just need more joy in this world and she does that crazy uh heath ledger joker laugh she always looks worried always looks worried and she uh Anyways, don't want to don't pick on her. We're not trying to go emotional here. We're just sticking to some facts about Kamala Harris. But she, uh, just reiterating that last sentence and repeating it here, that we'd bring so much people joy, and we need more joy in this world right now. <laughs> Sorry, that was ugly. I mean, it sounds ugly, but I wonder, I wonder if the thousands of people that she threw in jail for the marijuana... I wonder how joyous they're feeling right now. Pretty, uh, pretty joyous. Gotta love hypocritical, um, conforming. Um, she's just a fucking cunt. Um, so anyways, I, I wonder how much those guys are, are experiencing the joy of their life sentences right now. Um, but, um, Let's just stick to her, you know, prosecuting political side. In her own book, she wrote in her book, Smart on Crime, which I read parts of. She wrote, um, if we take a show of hands and those hands, I'm sorry, if we take a show of hands, those who would like to see more police officers in the street, mine would shoot up. She said people feel safer when when police are walking the streets, Um, you know. For someone in a, in a political identity group to play on identity politics, it's not even identity politics. What's happening right now is tribalism, and we can talk about what tribalism and identity politics differences on. Um, but for now, understand this is tribalism, and they're playing on that. And so in these wars and attacks on Christians, and attacks on police officers, attacks on cisgender white males, attacks on um, any male in the hierarchy of of uh, of work i mean any anything they're attacking and they just brought on out of their three major political points and platforms that they're running on they just brought on a vp that goes against tool um not only that she's got incriminating background i mean trump is not gonna leave that alone for a second not for a second especially because of what was tried to put on him and four years later we're still not able to prove that any of that was true yet all the people accusing him are being caught for pedophilia and for corrupt um talk show you know staffs and abuse and um like like i said the pedophilia is the worst one and those are the people that were 
blaming Trump for something on photographs and stuff that were doctored, you know, falsified, or something that was 30 years outdated with no context. And so um, you're going to bring in someone now that is going to be vulnerable in debates, that has left herself exposed to tons of blackmail, and not only are a lot of her backgrounds and identities go against what the left is trying to push right now, but half of her policies are what Biden doesn't believe in. So I'm not even sure how they're going to make that work. Um, but don't worry, because George Soros's son gave her his endorsement. That matters. Especially when you know who George Soros is, right? Go watch my uh, my last video. Is, uh, I think two videos ago now. That's my favorite one I've done. And he is... Um, if you're going to take the people that are doing everything, right? Controlling what's going on right now. And for in America the last hundred years. And you take the faces of what they use. He's the first face. So that's how important George Soros is. And so to take... Uh, I mean, Antifa, BLM, um, every single protests that you've seen since um obama's ferguson riots in america um, 9-11 i mean everything is george soros so catch yourself up on that video but you know his son who is uh also married to chelsea clinton hillary's daughter oh wait no, no i'm sorry that's george soros's nephew um george soros's son is married to and i cannot remember but please forgive me she is in politics as well. So, um, just in case you were worried, guys, George Soros' son endorses her. Um, so, I just got a couple questions for Kamala, Kamala, Koala, and all her sup- newfound supporters. Whatever happened to believing Biden's rape accusers? Did she forget? No, she obviously didn't forget. So she either doesn't care or the statement, believe all women, came to haunt them. So um, I guess that's what happens when you have lies that are removed from logic. That's what happens when you come across logic. It's it's never going to be able to sort itself out. So not to mention some of their uh, major political views, like I said earlier, Biden and Kamala don't even match up. So it's really, really confusing to me. Um, I have a theory. So far, I'm just talking about stats and facts and history and research. Um, I can get into conspiracy, but that is, I guess, conspiracy is still a real thing. I can get into my conspiracy theory that um, they're going to try to do what we did in the Civil War, where um, whether Trump wins or loses, it doesn't really matter that these liberal extreme liberal states are going to secede from the united states and biden and kamala will take reigning supremacy over them it's going to be a civil war and like it was you're going to have leaders of one side and leaders on another until it's resolved and um i believe that's very possible i think it's a lot of framework has been laid for those grounds so um but that's just my theory that's aside from everything else that i've given Uh, from here so you can cut that out and just take that little excerpt and research on your own and come and tell me i'm right or wrong i don't know we'll find out all together as well but that is my leaning hunch watching everything that's been going on recently and it's happened before in history so 
what makes it not able to happen again. So, um, I mean, where do we go from here? I don't know. She's a liar. She's a perfect example of um, herd mentality. She's the outcome of herd mentality, right? She's a political chameleon and a culture vulture. She's everything you wouldn't want. Um, So within hours of her um, declaring, excuse me, within hours of her uh, declaring to be Joe Biden's VP choice, WikiLeaks posted um, 137 documents um, out there to expose her and to give us a little bit of clarity on who she is and what she's been connected to and doing during her political career. Um, in WikiLeaks, you can have a trigger response to it, uh, good or bad, depending on what you've heard in the recent years, but I'm here to share some more facts. So if you're live time researching me, get ready. Ready? Here we go. In the entire history of WikiLeaks, and I'll do you one favor. I didn't google the, the start of wikileaks i don't know when it started so i can't exaggerate the amount of time right now on the microphone but the word entire history means that from you know beginning of its birth till now right wikileaks has never had to retract a single story as fake news or being wrong and every single time they've ever been taken to a court case they've won Every single court case that has ever challenged WikiLeaks has lost. So I don't know if any of your other sources can ever say that they've ever posted something that wasn't fake or misleading or detrimental to someone's career or taken to a court case and lost on. But um, WikiLeaks has never, ever. So uh, to have 137 documents come out about you within hours especially with a lot of people in the the target sites of Trump's administration and um, the patriotic regime that's trying to take over um, the corrupt um, deep state, if you will. I know that word has just been tainted by so many people. Um, But the reality is that just because you respond a certain way to a truth or you don't believe a truth doesn't mean it's not a truth. So sticking to facts here. Um, not being able to hide her po- her hypocrisy is probably going to be the downfall, especially in debates. Um, yeah, there's two VP choices Trump's going with, and both will shred her. Second one's a very fun one. At least it's a fun idea. Um, let's get to the juiciest part of her background, right? We, we've been slamming her on um, legal charges, on lying under oath, um, incarcerating minorities. Um, for things that she's done willingly and then laughed about it, gave us some cultured response that was a lie to how she did it. Um, She's tried to um, imprison parents for things that they had nothing to do with their children in a school system that doesn't even corral or try to educate these children. Um, She took a middle class and drove them further into lower class. She was responsible for a mass growth of homeless people in San Francisco. Um, She got on her knees more than Colin Kaepernick to get her way to the top. Um, Because just like Kaepernick, no one knew who she was until she got on her knees. 
Um, so you've got, you know, a list, a plethora. I've just, there's so many more. I, I guarantee you when I film, finish filming, edit this, someone's going to send me stuff, something new is going to pop out, and it's just, it's juicy. There's literally so many things to attack her on. But I haven't gotten to the best part, so let's get to that. So while being presented as a strong African-American woman choice, um, you'll find it amusing that she's not even African, like I've mentioned before. She is Indian and Jamaican. In 2016, um, she was selected to the California Senate, and headlines across the United States ran, First Indian-American U.S. Senator. So instead of African-American like she is right now, it should be she's the first Jamaican American VP choice, right? Um, if we're going to stick to their, you know, logical reasoning. Um, so let's let's get into the Jamaican side of her. Uh, that's her dad's side. Um, they owned slaves. They owned African slaves. They didn't own their own kind. They didn't own whites. It was a Jamaican plantation that owned African slaves. And this theory is supported by her dad's published article with the Jamaican Global. Um, her dad is a Stanford professor and explains how he and Kamala have descended from Hamilton Brown. Hamilton Brown, the largest plantation owner of African slaves in Jamaica. The largest African slaves. The thing that she claims especially on The Breakfast Club. I mean, that's... It's irrefutable. She went on, she went on the, um, you know, this little tour right now with Joe Biden, and her dad even just recently came out again and slammed her in the media. Um, he's not a big fan of her. Uh, not many people are. So, that alone, if there was a statue of her somewhere, that's getting ripped down, right? I mean, shoot, I know people that didn't even own slaves, but were in the era of slavery and were white that had a statue and they got taken down. They want to take down the Abraham Lincoln statue for coming in and freeing the slaves. Yet you want to combat racism, which Trump is, I still challenge every single one of you who ever sees this to tell me exactly what he said that's racist without taking out of context about the Mexican or rapist things because he was talking about MS-13 and, you know, and it's ridiculously taken out of context. Um, every single thing that you have heard is doctored out of context or you don't understand the meaning of it. And I'll gladly go through each and every single one with you because there is decades of information and supporting figures and facts that support that he is actually the opposite of what you claim him to be so we're gonna it's like the antifa right they're anti-fascist but everything they're doing is fascist regime regime against innocent patriots a mom driving down the freeway and the freeway gets blocked off and she's got a four-year-old in the car and they reach in the car and try to attack the four-year-old in a car seat like they're not a fascist they're literally living their life on the freaking you know five freeway in a fucking dodge caravan you know, and you with a, you know, not COVID mask, a face mask, all black with a baseball bat, tried to take apart their family and probably did $3,000 worth of damage to the car doing that, right? Like 
they're the fascists, but they call themselves anti-fascists. And so um, if you read the Bible, if you understand a lot of people that talk about the end times, is, or even just when, when sin penetrates deep, is that good will become bad and bad will become good. Right will become wrong and wrong will become right in terms of how the public per- perceives it. And so that's kind of an understanding of why that's happening. And so to be able to own the media like they do, to be able to control every narrative that's pumped out, and to put Trump in a specific spotlight and to just flood, right, the same Nazi propaganda where if you say something enough times over and over, it becomes a fact. And so when you have, um, like I've mentioned in many of my videos, the indoctrination of the school system and the removal of critical thinking and the ex- the excess amount of just talking points repeated on loops, people aren't able to navigate through that. And then when you have people in a state of mind which is always emotionally set in the frontal cortex, you can't access your logic. So people are emotionally reacting, not able able to logically think or critically think through a situation, which leads them back to their education that doesn't involve right, any critical thinking. Um, it's a loop, right? And that's probably why and does explain why people can take a situation that is happening like this see it through a lens and not question it and completely follow it and that's where we are today with trump um you know black unemployment mexican unemployment asian unemployment is at its best that it's ever been right before covid happened um african-american ceos and business owners were up 400 percent every level of our stock market was highest that it's ever been we created more jobs in a period of months than we ever had in the history of america we took other countries that were robbing money from us and put them back into our pockets so we're making more money we're reducing the amount of taxes on the working class to help them be able to get ahead in life we're taking jobs that were sent out of america and bringing them back you guys are attacking a man that has that record with a record of no racism but you're going to take every single thing that the media has given to you, right? And you're going to only listen to that. You're going to censor anyone that tries to give you an opposing view. You're going to la, 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 shut them up until your how you feel comes across, right? Back to our emotion and logic. And they've got us so worked up and afraid of Donald Trump and then this whole COVID shutdown of the world and the blaming of race and humanitarian rights on trump as if the people that have been charged for the last 80 years over here haven't done anything like that's why someone can come in as an indian jamaican claim herself as an african-american lie about her background have a history of, of being a bad cop and then run in a group that hates cops and hates racism and come in there and say, oh, don't worry about me. I'm a good cop. Oh, and don't worry about the uh, millions of um, slaves that my dad, I'm sorry, thousands of slaves that my dad's size was responsible for. Um, the millions is on her mom's side. Get to that. Her mom from India. And here is a diagram. I'm going to pull it up here for you guys. It is a description kind of on... <clears throat> don't have it in front of me that's a big mess up on my end so anyways you've got the gods right and then the people that run the world are the academics right and the scholars and those are the uh brahims or the brahmins b-r-a-h-m-i-n-s brahmins i'm so sorry new to the subject but they actually are above the kings 
So the kings are secondary in their thing. And you've got like their working class, people that own land. And then below that, you've basically got employees, slaves, lower class. What's even crazier is they got something on the bottom of the pyramid. There's even a space. <laughs> and then they put them down there. It's called the untouchables. And it's literally like the trash of their economy. And um, if you watch Family Guy, it's just the meg of the family. It's the meg of the country. And um, her mom's side is a Brahmin. And <laughs> her specific mother's lineage exploited millions of... And that system of the triangle is the caste. C-A-S-T-E. So, low caste, meaning that very low totem pole. So, the very low caste and the untouchables. Her mother's side was responsible for millions of low caste, untouchable Indians for over a thousand years. So, the treating of slaves of your own kind for millions of years, I'm sorry, for millions of people perpetuated for over a thousand years on your mom's side and your dad's side is the largest plantation owner of African slaves in all of Jamaica plus I'm a cop going back to George Soros I'm actually going to pull this up real quick I want you guys to fact check everything but be careful because they just did a report 18 of 20 members tasked with oversight of Facebook and social media fact-checking sites have ties to George Soros and his organization. Um, if you've watched my George Soros video, BLM, Antifa, Resist, um, these organizations that cause riots and collapse economies um, with different political motives they are under a larger foundation called Open Societies Foundation. And Open Societies Foundation excuse me, um, gives tons of money and support. And one of the board's co-chairs, Jamal Green, is a former aide to Kamala Harris and a law professor at Columbia. And both Jamal and Kamala have ties to the Soros family deeply and his foundation, according to the report. Green's Twitter also accounts to several anti-Trump postings. Um, blah, 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 blah. Basically, Kamala, and that's why, obviously, George Soros' son um, endorsed her. They have immense family ties. Um, any immigrant that has, I guess, any immigrant in politics that wants to take on the, I won't say identity politics, but the tribalism approach that they're taking on, um, they use them as their puppets. And so George Soros being a Hungarian-American, he's not an American, a Hungarian in American politics. Um, that's why when Trump in 2015 said get foreign money out of politics, it's this. It's George and his foundations and people using multiple foundations with the Bill Gates and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Clinton Foundation, um, the foundation um, Bushes are part of. There's so many that wash all their money within each other and pay each other and prop each other up um, so to wrap it up here with you guys um, normally I wouldn't really focus on a um, such a petty topic and especially someone so irrelevant like Kamala Harris um, but unfortunately we are definitely we're definitely in a very weird time in history and if you know anything about the slide edge or you've watched my podcast on my book review on the slide edge um Usually it's around the 75-80% mark on a timeline that you start to see a compounded result take place. So you can be doing things for you know a long time and right about here, you're going to either start to see results or have a drastic drop-off. And um, 
right now we, we're at the point where we we have either you know put the right steps in or haven't and um for over 100 years since 1912 we have been doing a negative compounding and what's really impressive to me is that in 2016 when we started to reverse that we have done so much to reverse the compound in three and a half years as opposed to like 107 or 112 years whatever that is that um <clears throat> i mean we i can call it almost a reversal of the of the switch we're, we're above the midline we're actually progress i think there was an actual you know cut in an artery of a main part of their plan and i think we we're able to siphon that and so i truly believe that um right now is a crucial time in our history that if donald trump and i didn't vote for him the first time but for many reasons i will be voting for him the second time and this being one that if he does not win <clears throat> these people that had 28 years of interfered presidency starting from bush senior to obama they expected and needed hillary to win and she didn't trump did trump saw through all their shit trump reversed most of their stuff and started exposing <clears throat> indicting and arresting people for for the grand scheme not just for some stuff but he, he has an understanding of the grand scheme and so um, I think that if you keep him in, he will prove that he's going to give us more jobs and prove the unemployment. He's, everything he's done is there for facts to be looked at. Um, looking at your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, CNN, ABC, MSNBC, even Fox, that's not going to do it for you guys. You need to individually research. Right? Mainstream media is your shepherd. You got to walk away from that. So, um, walk away from the lies, guys. Before they try to pull on your heartstrings, talking about the good that Kamala Harris um, is and what she can bring, I just wanted to come out here and let you guys know some of the facts. And um, the truth will allow you to not really be lied to. Because no one really likes to be lied to. It makes you look like a fucking ass. <laughs> just a message for all my beta followers, I guess. But uh, truth hurts, but the truth will always set you free, guys. Until next time, stay frosty. shootings now you don't you've said that you changed on these and other things because you were quote swimming against the current and thankfully the currents have changed but when you had the power why didn't you try to affect change then 